live from Los Angeles. This is Dre's Geek Philosophy, the April 9th edition, the day after WrestleMania edition. We, it was a crazy, crazy day yesterday. I had a, I had a party, yeah, party at my place. Uh, me, and my, me and my wrestling fan friends, we get together mm-hmm. for all the big shows. And much like we talked about earlier this year when we had the, the Royal Rumble, yeah. uh, yesterday was basically the pro wrestling equivalent of the Super Bowl. You know, mm-hmm. that the, it's all the, the culmination of stories. Uh-huh. It, this is a, this is a, the, the end of all your big story arcs. Or so we thought. <laughs> As a, myself and all my friends, I, I did actually, I did go live I yesterday. Uh, yeah. and, I'll, and you know what's crazy? I think, honestly, I just need to like put in like WWE or something yeah. in all these videos now to get all these different people to watch because all these strangers were watching and commenting. Everybody wanted me to like flip the camera around and show, show WrestleMania. But as I learned the last time, uh, hey, hey Rosa, as I learned last time, mm-hmm. I tried to stream. I believe it was last year's WrestleMania I tried to stream. And I, I remember, I'm like, oh, I'm going to flip the screen so you guys can see what's going on. The Facebook uh, app knows yeah. that you were trying to stream something. It stopped the live stream like immediately, like you were trying to broadcast, you yeah. know, like, broadcast content you're not supposed to broadcast. <laughs> and so all these people, like, all these strangers, I guess they're. They're, I guess they're trying to find streams of WrestleMania to watch for free. Yeah, <laughs> and so these people, these strangers, had found me because I put you know WWE WrestleMania 34 live reaction because yeah. I've learned that's what the kids on the YouTubes do. You, you do you do you do reaction videos, <laughs> much like when, when Dragon Ball Super was in it, everyone's doing their their, their jizz faces when when Jiren got punched in the nuts by Goku. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing that the kids do. So I, I I'm picking up all this uh, social media stuff. I'm I'm, I'm learnings. You're learning. <laughs> You can teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was I, I streamed in the main event. I basically it was me reacting to mm-hmm. the because the big match yesterday was Brock Lesnar versus uh, Roman Reigns, and all of us we, we thought it was a foregone conclusion that uh, that it was going to be the the coronate. They're going to try attempt to coronate Roman Reigns again because yeah. they, they've been trying to make him a superhero. That, that that's it's they, they've been forcing them down people's throats and as as we've learned you can't force people to like somebody yeah <laughs> you can't do it yeah ask the Simpsons <laughs> <laughs> you can't force them to like a character then there's also another Simpsons reference I'm gonna make in a little bit in regards to John Cena but let me finish talking about Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns so honestly we I feel like everyone in the party we kind of stopped caring like because I, I know I pulled up my phone. Me and my girlfriend Rosa, she was like, well, me and her were just kind of like, I'm holding the phone, I'm doing my commentary of, okay. of WrestleMania, and then it's like, and then all of a sudden, all right, oh yeah, Brock Lesnar hit another F5, and then because we were more, we were more concerned about keeping count because we were, we were placing all these like side bets because our awesome friend Juan Carlos, he had bought these these uh, wrestling belts, he had these NXT belts, and because normally we keep score, yeah, of, like whoever makes funny comments, we get points, but this time we actually had an organized system, mm-hmm. where we made predictions of every match. So if you predicted the winner correctly or the way the match ended, you'd get points, and whoever had the most points got the belts. Nice. And then our, our our current PCW Points Club champ uh, <laughs> Points Club Wrestling PCW our Points Club champion uh, until we get back together for Money in the Bank right now is Lamar Harris, who oh. who's not watching right now because he's doing some Muay Thai. But right now our our, po- the, our Points Club Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. On the comments, we already saw PC dub PC. And then if you if you go back and watch that live video, you will hear everyone in my house. You randomly start yelling out PC dub PC dub because that, that is our now our our, our 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 wrestling organization within organization. Side note. Side note. I am afraid for whoever Lamar's opponent is in Muay Thai. Right? Because <laughs> he, he is deceptively agile for being a very big man. He is deceptively deceptively agile. That ass he is going to be kicked. He is going to rock somebody's world. He he's he's gonna freaking pie may some motherfucker. You want like punch a dude through a wall? Do you want to know what he like? If there's like a video game character that he is, it's that character from Tekken, the super fat guy that is incredibly <laughs> agile. Oh, I thought you were gonna talk about the the guy from Street Fighter Four, who's basically the same character. No. <laughs> but yeah. But the crazy thing is, though, Roman Reigns fighting Brock Lesnar, we all assume because it, all of us who had the inside knowledge, Brock Lesnar's contract is running out, so he's finally going to lose, and they want to make Roman look like a superhero. They want to shove him down everyone's throats. Look, he's, our, he's your big hero. Cheer him. He's going to defeat the big evil monster. And, and if you go back and watch the live video, you see my face as Brock beat him. Yeah, he hit well, him with, people he, were cheering for the monster. Oh, yeah. People were cheering for the monster because people were booing Roman Reigns because, oh, no, we don't want this. Yeah. And... 
just all of a sudden he hits he hits the he hits the F5 for like a fifth time and then one, two, three, and then you just see my face like Brock won. I was like, what the hell? It was just And that was kind of like the theme of the night yeah. throughout all of WrestleMania. Because we were making all these predictions throughout the night, mm-hmm. and there was all these, you know, foregone conclusions that we thought, oh yeah, so and so is gonna win. Oscar's gonna totally beat Charlotte. Oh, Finn's gonna beat the Miz and Seth Rollins. All these assumptions that we thought, oh, you know, all these things where we thought were gonna happen, they did not. They went the other way. And the conclusion I came to at the end of the night was Vince McMahon is fucking with the internet. <laughs> He's fucking with all the 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 smart wrestling fans, and that that the, the term smart is like. They oh they figure shit out or they yeah. think they know they 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 go on the websites or back in the day you so you, you you could buy a newsletter this guy uh, Dave Meltzer the, the Wrestling Observer he had all the inside scoops because he had he had sources within wrestling mm-hmm. and he could get the inside information if you paid him whatever and you get the news <laughs> you used to be able to get a physical newsletter in the mail now you just log into a website yeah. and uh, so all these I think literally it was just him fucking with the smart fans. There's this one wrestler. She had this undefeated streak for two years. So, oh, yeah, she's going to totally beat this other wrestler, take the woman's title, and continue to be undefeated. Nope. Out of nowhere, taps out, loses. End of winning streak. Damn. The fuck? And like, again, there was all these moments where all of us were sitting there like, the fuck? What the fuck just happened? Yeah. I, I, it was, I felt it was very deliberate to kind of try to become unpredictable. Was the reaction similar to The Undertaker's streak getting Broken by Brock Lesnar. No, I think that's like the ultimate, like, what the fuck. That, yeah. that, that's the ultimate, oh my God, what the fuck happened. I think they're trying to recreate that. With that's what I was, Andy that, that's what I was getting at. With, you know, Brock beating Roman when we thought, when we thought, what do you call it? When we thought Roman's going to win and win the title. Nope. It's, it's just the, the entire night totally fucking with us. KO and Sami Zayn go to Raw. Actually, I was watching some, because tonight is the night after WrestleMania. It's usually a very good show on Monday night. I watched most of it. That was a little delay when I was coming out to (laughs) get you. I was like turning off the phone. I was like, oh, something big had just happened. I'm like, ah, damn it. (laughs) And tonight's a very eventful night, so I was trying to watch as much as I can so I could comment on it here on tonight's show. But to go back to the show, something else happened. So, John Cena was challenging The Undertaker. Yeah. And in the entire lead-up, all the weeks leading up to it. Did he retire? The last, yeah, that was a big thing last year. The Undertaker retired. Yeah. He was, he, that was his final match. He, he, got, he got beat by Roman Reigns. Uh, another cor- attempt to cor- uh, coronate Roman Reigns. Like, look, he is our, he is our big hero. Look, yeah. he beat The Undertaker. He, this is my yard now. Last year on Monday night, he came out. He got booed for five straight minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then once the booze finally subsided a little bit, he's like, "This is my yard." And, so this and year's... still, the worst one of the worst promos I've ever seen. He, he's terrible. He's the worst. He had five minutes to think of something. And then this is my yard now. Five minutes of getting mm-hmm. booed, and uh, that's the booed, best he could come booed up by with. The, the the greatest and worst, most rabid fans because yeah. it's an international crowd on my, on the night after WrestleMania. And all these people who paid thousands of dollars to come to watch WrestleMania, they're like, "Fuck it, we're gonna stay another night and watch Raw." And so. In this all lead up, like John Cena has been ch- challenging Undertaker every week. He's like, I want to fight the Undertaker. I have to fight you. I have to fight you. Blah, blah, blah. And then, as you watch, if I don't, and then so he never got a response. So I guess I'm going to have to watch WrestleMania as a fan. And at the beginning, like even in the pre show, they showed John Cena sitting in the front row holding a beer. I'm sure a light beer. <laughs> no, can't have carbs. And it's like, you see Beer Cena, and like, and, and, and it dawned on me, I'm like, oh my God, this is like that episode of The Simpsons. It was itchy and scratchy and poochy. Yeah. John Cena was poochy. Because every time something, something because there, there were matches in the pre-show, and they kept cutting to John Cena, and it was like, oh, like what, like the executive said about poochy. When poochy's on the screen, all the characters have to be asking, where's poochy? Yeah. <laughs> it was John Poochy Cena. Yeah. He's like, where's Poochie? Where's John? And he's sitting there hanging out with the fans. People are coming up getting selfies with them. There's like this, this one pregnant lady sitting next to him. And I saw a great, uh, there was a great tweet I saw. It's like, oh, surprise, the Undertaker's inside the woman's belly. <laughs> <laughs> that's Under- a good one. Yeah, right? I, I thought that was an amazing tweet. That's a really good one. It's like, that's where the Undertaker's hidden. <laughs> and the whole time, like, even going into the show, like, I thought going into the show, like, John's just sitting there watching the matches. They show him react to stuff that happens. He's like, oh, oh my. <laughs> He's like he's like hamming it up because he he's an actor now. Yeah, <laughs> Go watch Cockblockers. That's right. <laughs> he's a big actor. 
You mean large, not large? Uh, no, not large. The Rock is a big actor. Yeah. <laughs> and and at some point it goes. Oh yeah. So during that that match where the streak ended for for that for Oscar, she had a two year streak. Charlotte, the the daughter of Ric Flair, woo! The guy goes woo. He has a daughter. She's a big time wrestler now. So the streak ends. There's cel- you know there's a celebration, and then in the middle of it, a referee runs out to go talk to John Cena. In the middle of this, this should be a big moment for, you know, Oscar streak just ended. Charlotte ended the streak. This is a big moment. And where's Poochie? <laughs> That's literally what happened. They go straight to Poochie. They cut, like, you know, uh, Oscar's congratulating Charlotte. And then it's like, where's Poochie? Uh-oh, John Cena. He The, the ref whispers something in John Cena's ear. And he jumps over the rail and runs up the ramp past Charlotte, who's celebrating. They shit on that moment. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's what we kept saying throughout the night. Like hashtag Me Too, hashtag Women's Movement, hashtag Feminism. It's like, oh, they're just shitting on women the whole night. Yeah, they had. Oh, oh I forgot. I, I there was another part where they there was this. Like every time you think we we progress, you know, one step forward. Sometimes WWE goes two steps. Like uh, yeah. we go two steps back. Yeah. They're they're yeah. trying to be equal. So they they they've been having this men's. Um, Battle Royal, the Andre the Giant. They have this awesome trophy, and it's Andre the Giant on top of the trophy. And then, uh, that, so they had a women's one. So all this past year, WWE's trying to prove that they're they're progressive. Yeah. And then they, oh, there's a women's Royal Rumble, a women's Money in the Bank, a women's Hell in a Cell. Women, they, they're trying like, oh, the women are equal to men. Yeah. They, they, everything should be equal. And so they're, oh, we're gonna have a women's Battle Royal. So they have a women's Battle Royal. And so initially, they they, they named it after. A woman who's notorious for whoring women out and t- taking their money, and she was oh. generally a bad human being. And after the, the what was the, it the fabulous Moolah? fabulous Mula? She was a terrible human being. Yeah, she wasn't nice. <laughs> she was not nice. Uh, not she, a pleasant one. No, she's like as as a lot of historical wrestling figures are. Yeah, no, no, not a good person. And then of course, so they changed the name. Okay, so like after after people, it got back to Snickers because Snickers was the big um, big sponsor for WrestleMania this year. It got back to Snickers. Like, wait, you're using the someone who's a Notoriously bad person to promote this women's. They, and they're like, they changed we're the Snickers. Are you nuts? <laughs> Thank you, Sam. So, okay, they walked it back. They, they, they removed the name, but the trophy they presented, the trophy literally looked like a uterus with fallopian tubes with red little streamers off the side. Oh, wow. <laughs> I shit you not. Uterus with fallopian tubes with and, and just in case you want red streamers along the side. This oh yeah, go the battle royal trophy. Yes, WrestleMania women's battle royal trophy. Sam, go ahead, pull up a photo that way you can see and then you can show and then anyone who's watching you can you can Google it. My, That's my the ru- first thing that comes up. You look up women's battle and it says royal trophy. Royal trophy. Yep. Yeah, check it out. Check out yeah women's battle royal trophy. It looks like a uterus. And fallopian tubes, and there are red streamers. And it's like, oh, what is the trophy on its period? That is a large uterus. It, it, it's it's quite. Maybe they they the initial trophy was, was of a fabulous, the fabulous mula. mula. Now and they, it's and of they had her to uterus. That <laughs> it looks like a uterus. Like like uterus. It's Same a uterus. Way. Oh wow! And from that angle, it's yeah. not even that. Oh, if yeah. you see it from like straight on, oh, like that's all we could say. Yeah, Falo- <laughs> Rosa on Facebook Live. Facepalm, Falopi Trophy. Falopi Trophy. Trophy. Seriously, they bronzed Hashtag the fabulous yes, moolahs. Hashtag me too. Hashtag feminism. And one step forward, two steps back. Yeah. Wow. Good old WWE. I can always rely on them to be idiots. You know, you bronze babies' boots. Maybe they bronzed moolahs. They bronze. They 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 they. <laughs> they, what? they we they, we they couldn't exhumed, have the trophy of her. Now they, we'll just have the uterus. They exhumed uh, the fabulous moolah, and they they got a, a cat. A, a, Actually, they kept it in the vault. <laughs> what like like uh, like what's his face's head? Like Ted Williams' head? <laughs> No, like they have it in the vault with like the video, the missing video of uh, Owen Hart's death and all of that stuff. Although the, the, the secret vault where the they keep secret everything. vault where everything that they don't want out there is kept. Hulk Hogan is currently residing in there. <laughs> but hey, dude, his name got brought up a lot. Throughout everybody, the whole yeah, in the buildup leading up to it, everybody was saying, "Is Hulk Hogan going to uh, take some kind of role with the WWE? Is he going to come back somehow?" 
Nothing happened. No, no, but during during the Hall of Fame ceremony, every person was bringing up Hulk Hogan. And then the crowd is fucking because they they do it in the freaking like it's it's where they did Monday Night Raw was where they did uh freaking um uh, NXT Takeover the the Smoothie King Center where the um whatever the New the, Orleans team plays the Pelicans the yeah. Pelicans, the Pelicans. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Art asks a very po- poignant question which will be very relevant to uh to to Sam. Will the next men's trophy be sculpted after Booker T's dong? Yes, actually my Booker next, D sucker. My next point was gonna be uh related to Booker's D. Dongarooney. <laughs> no uh. Would uh, next time at the uh, Wrestling Hall of Fame will Booker will Booker T's dick be inducting <laughs> Hulk Hogan? Because you know it's gonna be coming for him. Oh yeah, N word. We're coming for you. <laughs> We're coming for you. N word. <laughs> See, uh, Booker T's dong will be coming. Thank you. Thank you for seeing exactly where I was going <laughs> with all that. It's all it's all coming together. It's all coming together. <laughs> Bukaki stuff. Bukaki. And that's the qual. That is the quality podcasting you'll always get here. If, if there's new people who are wa- who who are watching or listening to this because of uh, by my WWE, welcome, <laughs> welcome. Walk right into the dick and semen and ejaculate jokes. Hashtag. Oh, as Art just said, crazy. Dave Franco. Why not? Hulk Hogan, we're coming for you, Edward. <laughs> oh man. Andre the Giant, that's premiering tomorrow night, apparently. I'm looking forward to that one. They made a big Same here. Hulk Hogan showed up to the premiere of that. Well, because, well, their careers are, you know, tied together. Yeah. Like, you cannot tell the history of Andre the Giant without bringing up Hulk Hogan. Because that was a, I think that's pretty much, that's the biggest wrestling crowd of all time. Like, 93,000 people in the Silverdome. <laughs> <laughs> I say that because four years ago, they were in, they, were, they, they actually did WrestleMania in New Orleans. And Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and The Rock came out, and Hulk Hogan called the Superdome the, the Silverdome, Silver which is actually <laughs> in Pontiac, Michigan. Pontiac, Michigan. So yeah, of course that you know that that was the big that, that was the the height of yeah. '80s wrestling. You know, rock and wrestling. Wrestling was on MTV. Wrestling was on NBC. There was a cartoon, rock and wrestling. And I missed that, that moment. Cartoon. And so that big moment of Hulk Hogan slamming Andre the Giant, the, their histories are so intertwined. They have. I mean, you, like I said, you cannot tell the history of Andre the Giant without bringing up Hulk Hogan. How they, they he passed the torch. Andre the Giant passed the torch from being the most popular figure of the '70s to Hulk Hogan to be the most popular figure of the '80s and to go on and be a noted racist who hates black people. Yeah. Hundred? How many? Hundred fifteen beers, by the way. Smooth transition. Hmm? Hundred fifteen beers, by the way. Hundred fifteen beers. You can't yes. talk about Andre the Giant without he talking is, about hundred fifteen beers. Yeah, in one oh, city. In one city. Oh wow! Oh, he's oh. A big, he was a big guy. He's a big guy. He's, uh, he he could not use toilets. He would have to use bathtubs. Yeah. Oh. To take a shit. To take a <laughs> shit. <laughs> use a bathtub. Andre Giant. He'd be like, oh, bleh. Oh. He would. I mean, he, no, he wouldn't go like sit, lie, lie down in yeah. it. He would like no, lean his ass still. over yeah, the yeah. side of it. It's still yeah. that good. <laughs> and of course, I I can only imagine that, that there might have been one time when Andre Giant was like, he'd be taking the dump. And, Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> Anybody want a now, we are the in crazy rare form. Thing is, we are in rare form tonight. <laughs> you have to imagine. And I'm sober. Where, you'd have to imagine the place where he actually showered. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man, no, he shot where he showered. <laughs> or, or would they have to take him to one of those car uh, car wash places where you know you pop in the quarters and you get the power hose? That's what I'm thinking. Did did can you imagine the size of those turds? Oh. Turd, like, uh, he dude, must have, I, it must have been liquid, honestly. He must have legendary huge turds. I I'm sure I'm sure there I'm sure wrestlers from that era can probably tell tales. You know, the the way because the hall there's a Hall of Fame ceremony yeah. that they do every year. They like to tell stories of they like to tell funny stories yeah. about stuff that they've done. Actually, even in one of their shows, it's like Andre the Giant mooned one of the, uh, another car full of wrestlers. That's Open the door. That's a Open mooning. the That's door. Saturning. <laughs> That's no moon. That's Andre the Giant. <laughs> That's death starring. That's death starring. <laughs> He's death starring. Rest in peace, Andre. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> One of the jokes that people play in the locker rooms at a lot of wrestling, uh, like uh, back in the day, Mm -hmm. but if they didn't like somebody, if they really wanted to fuck with them, if they stepped out of line, they'd shit in their their bag. bag. 
Can you imagine how far out of line you would have had to a step to have Andre the Giant shit in your bag? No, one of the great like, oh, if you made Andre the Giant mad, no, he he wouldn't do that. He would fuck you up in the ring. Oh yeah, no, he would he wouldn't hold back. No, no, like there, there there's a, there's a story where um I, the Ultimate Warrior he would shit him. on you in the ring. He'll do it in public. Well, l- l- let me get there. Like, Some people might have preferred shit to what I'm about to get to. Your nickname is the Bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> no, what he would do, like so he had he had the he had, when he, when he turned bad he had that the single strap he had like what he's most famous for you know the yeah. the, the single strap. He would grab somebody and then he'd wrap the strap around their throat, but then sometimes he'd put the strap into their mouths. And Andre was not a person who washed his singlet. Oh, delicious. So you had all sorts of giant gunk and sweat (laughs) and giant, and just like filth and you just because uh, they actually animated it because they, they have the story time show where they they, they try to pg up a lot of these stories they animate <laughs> and they animate his... and the anime is like they show him like like he he wraps around the guy and then he squeezes it and you just see all this green stuff come the, out. Only, the only thing i can describe it as is like body schmegma yeah oh yeah yeah the, not just dick schmegma but like Full body, body schmeg <laughs> You, you, you know what smegma? Do, do we have to do a do we have to do a, 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 a biology lesson here? Do we have to teach everyone what smegma is, or should we just leave that alone? I think we should. Leave, we we're already crossing a lot of lines today. Let's say, let the sex expert explain okay. one to you. There we go. You don't want to know. <laughs> you definitely don't want to know. <laughs> God damn it! If you're watching the Facebook comments, you just got an answer. Good Lord. Lord in heaven. That taint. Ag- see? That- <laughs> see? Oh, see right there? Yeah. See? Yeah. See the pun? I saw Mwah. it. <laughs> that taint a good image. <laughs> I'm still trying to get over the fact he shouldn't have to. <laughs> you're, still, you're still on the fact that. Un- he is a big. He is the biggest man. He's the one of the world's biggest man. Well, Crunchy on Twitch. Thank you for joining us, Crunchy. But I mean, you, you definitely want to watch that that movie then. I don't want to watch that movie now. <laughs> it, it's pretty amazing, but to to get away from <laughs> anything scatological. So for wrestling fans. Uh-huh. Uh, what would you really wanted to get it to get? Oh, well, we have multiple. Oh, hey, Chanel's joined us. Ryan has joined us. What's going on? So WrestleMania, uh, for the most part, like I said, it was a show where we were being fucked with the entire time. Saturday night, there was see they have this developmental group uh, called NXT, mm-hmm. very cleverly titled Next. Uh, I st- I get it. <laughs> so they have this developmental group, and very consistently. The developmental group will be way better than what like Saturday night will be better than Sunday. You like all these all these people who are on who are coming up. Yeah, like those matches, they'll tell better stories. It'll be a lot better, more laid out. It's like it people get more emotionally invested and more like oh, it's a much more entertaining product compared to like oh, what happens on Sunday. Yeah, and it's been it's been very consistent. Like every time they do, they run them concurrently because usually for, for the big shows they'll have. Because originally it was just supposed to be a development where they develop the younger wrestlers, yeah. so they can they can learn how to work in front of a camera, learn how to like you know hone their craft. Mm-hmm. But for the last like four years, it's just been the better show. <laughs> because here's the thing, they have a lot more creative freedom. Yeah. Because Vince McMahon does not run NXT. Oh. His son-in-law, Triple H, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. He's the one who is in charge of this development group. He's he kind of gave him this developmental area to kind of build him. So when Vince Vince knows at some point, well, I think he thinks he's going to be immortal, but <laughs> Vince will not relinquish control until he literally dies. And since Triple H is married to his daughter, they're going to be heir apparents to the WWE. And we see like as far so as far as we know for these last four years, this NXT product has been superior. To the main roster, to the point where like they will grow stars in this NXT, they'll bring them up to WWE and ruin them. Oh. <laughs> they, they won't be as good yeah. because all of a sudden, uh, Uncle Vince, big old Uncle Vince, gets his hands on them. Ah, all right, what's your deal? You're a model. You think you're pretty? Oh, uh, we're gonna make you a cop who's a fashion police. 
What do you do? You paint yourself like a demon? <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're just gonna have you smile all the time. <laughs> Uncle Uncle Vince ruins everything. Also, and then yeah, as Irv is saying, much better show Saturday, and then smaller venues with hot crowds. Mm-hmm. It's very much more like an independent show, oh, okay. and, and uh, it's, it's to the point where a lot of times they've they've they're literally culling talent from all the independent promotions. Like you know, like even the there's a local independent promotion in Southern California, Pro Wrestling Gorilla. That's like consistently one of the best independent companies, yeah. and they constantly take talent from there, where they literally send scouts from WWE there to go to the show, and then you. Um, I, I I literally say like la- that Saturday Night Show was it's a it was literally a PWG show like <laughs> like I think I've shown you some of the yeah, yeah. the clips of like it's just um constant uh, constant special moves over and over <laughs> it's like watching a a, a, vi- a video game constant special moves and then this past Saturday Night Show was basically a uh, PWG show from like four four or five years ago because <laughs> all the people who were in the matches were all people who have wrestled at PWG at some point and the main event. Which right now is receiving like universal praise. Apparently, Sam's getting a phone call, but Sam has stepped out of the room, probably to go take some, some secret documents and file them away. Take the Browns to the Super Bowl. He's gonna go look for a bathtub. He's gonna go look for a bathtub. Oh man, I, damn it! That joke made me lose my train of goddamn thought. God damn it! I did it to myself. I did it to myself. I'm the worst. Oh my god. I need a replay. No. The the main event is these two wrestlers. They had this really emotional match. And it's been getting this universal praise. Everyone's like, um, people rate, rate the show, rate matches by all out of, out of five stars. Like, oh. And then there's a very rare five-star five star matches. Yeah. And so these, these two guys had this very emotional. Like, either these two, they, were, they were partners. They were best friends. Oh, the one guy was the best man at his wedding. And, of course, last year, one betrayed the other. But then he got hurt. So... They, they 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 put their feud on ice for a little while, and then just recently they came back and they had this really emotional, crazy psychotic match, and everyone is is praising it because of its storytelling and how like oh you know it's, it's it was really good, yeah. and like I want and so I finally got to it after hearing all the hype, everyone's like oh my god this is I watch it and the storytelling was really good, but I personally had a problem. It was really ultra fucking violent. Oh wow. It it, it was incredibly violent, and and it it, it just bothers me because. I hear all these stories about all these old wrestlers from the 80s, from the 90s. Oh they're all messed up. Yeah. They're they're freaking taking painkillers. They're on mm-hmm. soma. Like yeah, listening to podcasts, you hear all these wrestlers like the the recovery or, or you know, some shit you just don't recover from. Like they're the guys dropping the other dude on directly onto concrete. Yeah. They're taking crutches and oh, sm- they got, like, the neck fusion. Yeah, the neck fusion surgery. Yeah. Like like actually right before. Um, right before I came, uh, this one young, this young female wrestler, Paige, she actually has a, mo- a movie that's gonna be based on her life that The Rock is producing, and The Rock actually show- they showed a trailer of it, and The Rock comes out and he does his Rock thing, and it's like I'm like, yay, The Rock, <laughs> I love you, Rock. <laughs> and I'm watching this match, and I and I under, I'm like, the storytelling is really good, but like every time they they just kept escalating and doing something more and more ridiculous, and I'm like, I am watching a PWG show because like I I I've watched PWG shows live, and it's like. And half time, I was just horrified at the stuff they're doing to each other. I mean, I showed you the trailer. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like the human body should not be doing a lot of these <laughs> things. Like, the the recovery time from this is not a day. Yeah. And oh, as Irv said, the match should have ended about ten times. Like, they were doing things, and they just they kept raising the bar of like, oh, what a human body should take. Oh, it should have ended here, but they kept yeah. going and kept going. Like, literally to the point where it ended, where like the guy almost ripped off the other dude's knee. <laughs> And he put him in a move where his knee was, and he grabbed the knee brace he was wearing, wrapped it around his face, and pulled him back. Oh. <laughs> it was like a next level crippler cross face. And holy shit, I was just like, Yeah. There's another point where, like, the one dude hit the other dude with a crutch directly across the back of the head. I'm like, dude, that's a concussion. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, yeah. no matter how hard you hold it, even if, it's, if that's aluminum, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. It, you just hear that shit because, and because they're best friends, they're laying into each other. Because. Their best yeah. friend, IRL, they're best friends, but you know, usually, best friends make the best best enemies because they trust each other in the ring and they're gonna do kinds of ridiculous shit to each other. Yeah. And it was just horrifying what they were doing to each other. I was just like, I felt uneasy watching it. Oh wow. It was like even I, like, I, I, I'm, I, I love violence, but I like my fantasy violence. Fantasy violence. 
Like when I watch my Japanese uh, pro wrestling, mm-hmm. like they're beating the fuck out of each other, but they're being relatively safe-ish. <laughs> Sometimes they drop each other on their heads. I, I used to joke like '90s Japanese professional wrestling was they they knew how to fall on their heads and not die. Yeah. <laughs> Until like one really famous wrestler actually did die in a ring from a heart attack. Oh. Like one of the one of the biggest wrestlers in Japan died in the ring from a heart attack. It's, and I think they 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 say maybe we should be a little safer. <laughs> Calm down. Calm it down. And there was one guy last year where, like, he would legitimately headbutt people. Like, a lot of times when they, when they would headbutt, you know, they kind of put their hand in the way yeah. and they headbutt their hand. And this one wrestler, he headbutted the other guy so hard. Like, you could hear the the, the thump. Yeah. A lot of times in wrestling, when they're kicking each other, they're, they're slapping yeah. their legs or they're slapping somewhere else. Yeah. And then you get that sound. Mm-hmm. But this guy, he would headbutt and you'd, you'd hear the thud. He headbutted the other guy so hard, he gave himself an aneurysm and he's had to retire. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know how he made it back to the he somehow made it back yeah. <laughs> to the back room and then collapsed. Uh, uh, Katsuyori Shibata. Now he the, he is he has been forced to retire. Now he's uh, they they're actually opening up a school in in Los Angeles and he flies out here and now he's gonna be teaching at this New Japan dojo. Madness, madness. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, this NXT show like all the other matches were really good. They're like oh they they have such great characters and it's it's so good. It's like yep. Yeah, I'd rather watch like because they're coming. Uh, WWE's coming to LA. They're they're bringing Survivor Series in November, and uh, my friends are like, "Oh, are we gonna get tickets to Survivor Series?" I'm like, "I want to get tickets to NXT on Saturday night. <laughs> That's the show I want to go to. We can watch Survivor Series at my house. Let's go to fucking NXT." Because every time they've come, they've been in like small venues where like they, it sells out instantaneously. Or there was one night where they, they were all the way in freaking they were in Riverside. I think I was like. Oh. I think I think we had a movie too. Oh no, the, I think they, uh, there was a Marvel movie that came out the same oh. day, and I was like, "Nope, I got to go to my Marvel movie." Sorry, <laughs> I got to got to go see what movie, whatever movie came out that night. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know if it was Thor Ragnarok or it was something. It was just not not good, <laughs> bad timing. But that that that's our wrestling heavy stuff. Yeah, NXT very good. Mm. Uh, WWE WrestleMania was it started off really good and it just became just a shit show, and we were just it was a cacophony of frustration. The only good thing was. Uh, when so Cena did get the Undertaker. The Undertaker did come out, and the Undertaker beat him in three minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the most satisfying thing of the whole night. Oh shit! How could I not mention? Okay, so no, oh my God, we are not done with wrestling. So Ronda fucking Rousey, she had her first match as a WWE wrestler, and everyone like we were all kind of expecting it to be bad because you know she's an MMA fighter. Yeah. She, you can't, and then it was going to be her and Kurt Angle, who's kind of over the hill and very old. And then they were going to be fighting Stephanie McMahon and Triple H, people who run the company. Yeah. Stephanie, not a wrestler. <laughs> Triple H, he's the only one who's still in shape and can probably still theoretically go, even though it was very funny. Whenever Triple H and Kurt Angle were fighting, I felt like I was watching a, a wrestling match in like half speed. <laughs> It was like so. Someone dialed it down it to like ha- point. It has to be in half speed. <laughs> Kurt Angle has no neck left. I mean, this is true. The man has broken his neck so many times. <laughs> he he broke his freaking neck to win a gold medal. He just kept breaking it over and over. But Ronda Rousey, that young lady was a house of fire, and she was actually really good. As long as she's not talking, she doesn't have the talking into the yeah. mic skills down. She but- can point. She can point, but good God, <laughs> at my house, we were on fire for that match. Because it was because Stephanie McMahon, not a wrestler, but she knows how to be a bad guy. She is an evil person, and she, she was messing with Ronda the whole match, pushing her in the face, run away, pulling, uh, pulled her down by her hair when she wasn't looking, came around, knocked her off the apron. It was like all these, all these little things. It was just building up. To where Steph got her comeuppance, where like Ronda finally got her hands on her, and just, and then Ronda was badass. Like just, she, she, it was it was one of the coolest things. Like my friends, they thought she screwed up. I'm like no, she hit a clothesline and then rolled through it. It it actually looked really cool. <laughs> like, I, I I rewatched the match this morning because I was busy making food and doing all that. I was kind of watching, but man, we were we were really hot for that match because we were just screaming at the end of the match. Because I remember. Uh, my girlfriend Rosa had just shown up at that point, right when the match was, and we were just all of us, ten of us, just screaming at the TV because <laughs> Ronda had finally got her hands on Steph and was putting her in the armbar, <laughs> and I was just screaming, "Top, make her top, make that bitch top!" And then, and it was it's great because Ronda's character work. She's not good at the mic when it's like 
yeah. scripted, but it was great. You can see her talking shit to Steph, and it's like, yeah, I'm taking this arm, bitch. And she freaking pulls back, and you just see, like, Stephanie, like, nope, tap, 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 tap. <laughs> and the crowd just erupts. Like, the match that was on paper probably supposed to be the worst match of the night was probably the most entertaining match. Like, it wasn't a technical yeah. marvel by any sense, especially compared to the stuff from Saturday night on NXT, but... It, it, it achieved the goal what they wanted. It yeah. got the crowd. It got us really excited at home. Like, especially me. I'm a very cynical fan for the most part, but I was excited. I was in, emotionally invested. And that's I, that's the thing where people, I, a lot of people don't understand. I mean, I'll, we bring up wrestling a lot on this show, yeah. but it's that emotional investment where, like, I turn off my brain, I turn off my logic, and I just buy into what's happening on the screen. It's, like, no different than when we go watch a Marvel movie yeah. and, like, that tension builds up. Like, we know the heroes are going to win, yeah. but, you know, it's that journey when we get there. Yeah. And and it's, like, that investment, like, is he, like, oh, like Stephanie kept freaking escaping Ronda's grasp. And, oh, there was a point where Ronda was throwing punches at Triple H. <laughs> Because he's like, all right, let's fucking go. And she just starts striking. And and we were laughing because Ronda throws punches better than Stephanie's uh, brother, Shane McMahon. Because he likes to punch, but he does a little, no, 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 no. He looks like a little kid. <laughs> he looks like a little kid throwing punches. Where, like, Ronda was like, she's a legit striker. Yeah. So you just see her throwing punches at, at Triple H. Oh, there was another where she's throwing punches at Stephanie, and she lands one right in her belly. And, like, oh, you just see, like, Steph double over. And it's like, what? And I, I believe our buddy Lamar was like, well, Steph ain't having kids no more. <laughs> Her baby maker's done. You know, the thing, yeah, when we're watching, we're, we're trying to yeah. say a funny joke to get everyone to laugh, and we point, <laughs> score a point, hence point club wrestling. Yeah. And, yeah, that, that match was like, I rewatched it again, and I was still like, I like I was by myself watching it at my house. I was still losing my shit a little bit. <laughs> on, a, on a rewatch, yeah. I was still kind of like, because it was, it was very well laid out. You're telling a story, and then once you tell, if you tell that story well, you get the emotional investment, and that's wh- that's why you f- they fill up a fucking stadium in fucking for WrestleMania. That's why it's like you freaking people lose their minds. That's why we sit here and get fucking excited about it. You know, me and my friends we went to go fucking to Long Beach to go watch Japanese wrestling because they are really good at telling a story. Like shit, there's a language barrier, but they're better at telling a fucking story <laughs> than WWE at the at, at, at its current moment. At the current moment, yeah. it's, it's pretty crazy. You know who's really struggling at telling stories? Lucas Films. Because <laughs> you know what what came out? Uh, was it today or yesterday? Yesterday. It was yesterday. We had the full trailer mm-hmm. for Ham Salad. I mean Han Solo. The Han Solo trailer came out. I, I watched it, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Yeah. I'm still I I'm still conflicted. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. I was gonna take a screenshot on Facebook because I you, you saw these two diametrically opposite views. From two of my separate friends, like one of my friends, he's a big Star Wars fan, but he's more like an original trilogy kind of yeah. like. Well, actually, they're both original trilogy kind of guys, but one is super cynical and one super optimistic. And you see one friend, he's like, "Well, this didn't help sell the movie to me." And then like the very next post is like the same. It's like, "Oh, both these people shared this video. Like it was the trailer." And then you see like, "Oh, I'm totally excited for this Han Solo movie. This looks really fun." I'm like, yeah. again, this. Star Wars, like like we brought up before, it's become this in, in, incredibly polarizing topic where you either love it and you're sold no matter what they do, or you're going to criticize it because it's not what Lucas made yeah. well, initially. I get the feeling there's a lot of people who are now just in love with being critical of the Star Wars. Oh yeah, movie. I think so. Yeah, because there's it's a lot now, of that. Like no matter what they make, there's mm-hmm. going to be about ninety five percent of the stuff in the movie that they're going to be like. Yeah, that was great, but the five percent is going to be the thing yeah, that completely they, like, turned like the last shot I uh, where where Leia goes Mary Poppins that really fucking unsettled a lot of fucking nerds. Yeah. or or Luke bringing throwing his lightsaber over his shoulder. Which I thought that was a cool. That thing. was hilarious. That's really great. Like, like this whole yeah. journey to get him this sword and this lightsaber. <laughs> like, he's like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's where my problem ultimately lies. Is not with anything wrong with the movies. It's with the people it's the, it's watching the them now. And it, it, it's insane because I, I, I bring this up. because I, I, Kiet right here, oh, people shit on everything. But, you know, it, it, the vitriol, is, I, when it comes to Star Wars, yeah. it, it's, like I've mentioned, it's become a religion now. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Where Star Wars, people shit on everything. Yeah, people have their opinions. You know, people like some people like Marvel movies, some people don't. But but generally, most people are very positive about yeah. Marvel movies. We you know we all kind of crap on DC movies because they don't do it right. But you yeah. know, I mean, people still inherently enjoy them. People who are not comic book fans will still kind of kind of watch it. But Star Wars has like it's become a religion because it's it's been around for forty years now. Yeah. Like it's 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 been forty years. Yeah. It was seventy seven. And it, this has gone through a couple. Like we have two generations of people, and we're going to a third generation of people who like they're being introduced to all this stuff now. And I think people hold like some people hold it very sacred. Yeah. Like if it, if it's not if it doesn't fit into their narrow mind view, then it it's it it's not allowed to exist. It's not acceptable if it's not exact if well, it's not the way I want it to be. Well, it here, can't picture be. it this way, okay? Mm-hmm. You said that this is taking on religious proportions. Yeah, exactly. It absolutely it is. is. Now, picture back when the Bible was being written, if people were getting the different <laughs> chapters and the water. different lines in it or in the and the different uh, verses from the Bible as they were being released, as they were coming out. As, as books. And then the next the next book in the Fuck Bible Mark. that comes out Fuck pisses Matthew. off the next the next Luke's person reading it Fuck because John. it didn't go where they thought it should have gone. That's what the problem is now. People are basing almost religious-like devotion to this thing, and the, it's not like the story has even been completed yet. We right. don't know where it's going. We don't know go. where they're going for the, the, the sky because this is still kind of the Skywalker so saga. So stop building religions around shit that isn't finished yet. It's like people who are like, "Oh yeah, the Matrix <laughs> or, was great. Or, that first Matrix." People were like, "Wow, we might actually be living in the Matrix." This brings up a good point. And then the second one came out. We're like, "Yeah, fuck that." Yeah, the, like, like, oh, you don't God. want to jump in too that hard hurt, with that the real. Oh, the Matrix trilogy hurt my soul so much because I yeah. loved that first movie so much. It was so good, it's so good. And then the second one came out, and it's like it's such a thud. <laughs> you you, you such a fucking thud. You could have swore Dave Franco was in it. <laughs> well, there were there was plenty with of people masturbating of in masturbation that orgy. In it. <laughs> there, were plenty, there were plenty of people masturbating in Zion. That was it, the longest fucking dance and sex scene I've ever seen in my life. Oh, it's like I, you know, I I, sh- I shit on the, the the Watchmen sex scene. No, that orgy was the most uh, that orgy and the Neo and Trinity having sex. That is a really awkward fucking sex scene where the, the Wachowskis back when they had dicks <laughs> were just masturbating. Now they're yeah. just DJs. I'm a monster sometimes. Oh my god! Dude. Yeah, the third. You oh, it was it. weird. I hate the second one more than the third one. At least the third one gave no, the me save, the third one. At least tried to save it. But the third one gave me IRL Dragon Ball Z battles. Yeah. With with, with Agent Smith and exactly that's <laughs> that what was, it was like. I remember because that had come out uh, around. I had met my 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 best friend Jai, and that was one of the first things we bonded over was Matrix uh, uh, Revolutions. We're like, oh cool, like that final battle is oh that we can do Dragon Ball now. Yeah, and then. They made, they then they tried and, and failed horribly. Well, <laughs> and the other, the, the other thing that that third movie gave me, Captain Mifune. Yes, that dude with the fucking the, the, that that guy was bad. That guy was badass. Now, Captain Mifune. The bad. I have that toy because it went on freaking. I I got to take it from GameStop because it was kind of, it was declared field destroyer. I'm like, the only it's problem in, it's, in, it's in a garage somewhere. The only problem with two was that it really was. They they only had enough content between the last two movies to make, to make one, one movie, movie yeah. and they just threw like here's forty five minutes of random special effects. Here's a here's yeah. the world's largest car car chase. Here, scene. I'll do it for you. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, it's like look at our special effects. Look at this gigantic fight scene on top of a truck. Watch this ten minute long dance and sex scene. Well, not only that, let's go five minutes with this they, white dude. They were hyping it up. So- like, they the anime thing. The Animatrix. The video which, game. Yeah. The tie-in oh, that the video Enter game the had. Matrix, which was tied in, where you had a ghost and Niobe. Yeah. You had, you know, J, J, Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Making out with Trinity in one of the scenes. That was great. Yeah. I, dude, great. I bought that game. I was all into that game, even though the game was hard as fuck. Well, it was, and it was a broken game too. Oh, completely broken because they, ru- they, ru- they, they rushed it to get it out just in time for the fu- for the fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> Old video game bullshit that we had to deal with back in the day, when every movie had a fucking tie-in movie, a tie-in game. I think that, that was, that's another reason why it, it fell because there was so much hype oh, built it, behind it. Because you know the the unexpected success of the first movie, yeah, and then you then you get to this you know the, the this impossible mm-hmm. goal of oh let's recreate that again. Nope, <laughs> no, 
that happened, and then you had your th- your third one. That they couldn't recreate it again with a ten minute sex scene. No, they couldn't. the The first movie didn't have anything like that. No, no the first movie was freaking. First movie was great. Yeah, and then yeah, it I, just I, didn't. I keep... it, it had it had not enough content. You know, it's funny. Cause I I've wanted to have an episode where I I dissect those movies on, on here, <laughs> and I don't know. Maybe maybe it'd just be too painful too painful to do it. <laughs> But to go back to Star, you know, so yeah, say so, look, if we lost our shit over the Matrix, the way people lose their goddamn minds oh, yeah. over Star Wars, yeah. it, it it is fanatical. It yeah. is it, it, it. You have all these zealots who are like, oh, uh, only the original trilogy, or or, or like, uh, or I, I see some people's opinions like only Lucas. You know, okay, I only accept what Lucas made. Like they they accept the prequels. <laughs> but I, th- I think what it is, I was thinking about this the other day, because um, I saw just the thing about that Donald Glover was going to do a Deadpool animated series. Right. Yeah, Yeah, it was going to be on FXX, right? And people are so upset about it. I feel like back in the day when we would get stuff in it, we would just be like, oh, cool. It's a new Star Wars movie. Now that we have so much, it's like, that's what I think that's what what helps make it, uh, make, how's people get more crit- uh, critical about it cuz it's like there's so much well we got to compare what's good and what's we, bad now. Oh yeah, we, we have an embarrassment of riches work. Yeah, cuz yeah, back in the day we were okay with that terrible. So yeah. that that Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie which I shot on here on this show. We, we it was fine because we didn't have comic book movies. Yeah. We had we Nick could. Fury Agent of Shield, <laughs> David Hasselhoff. We had rope th- we had Spider-Man throwing a rope. <laughs> yeah, and like even when the movie started we'd get like one maybe every Three, four years. Yeah. You know, it like, wasn't consistent. Yeah. There was Spider Man, there was X Men. It's like. And that's the biggest problem is that we have so much now. That's why so, people are so critical. Yeah, now, now we, have, we, we, we have to parse through it. And we have the internet. We have yeah. three or like three years of time once we hear a movie is in the works to when it's to released. Completely to completely dump there, on it. Yeah, yeah. not just dump <laughs> on it. it. To get, come up with theories about what we think is going to exactly. happen. Exactly. We had we had those two years between The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Everyone everyone wrote the movie in their head. And then once they watched the movie and it, it didn't line up with what they wanted, it was like, fuck this movie. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't what I wanted. Like, no. Like, see, I, I'm, glad I, I'm glad I'm a little old because yeah. I can still kind of go in and still be kind of like, all right, cool. I want to see where they take me. Okay, because I know yeah. that uh, some people have already written that Han Solo movie off, but like, I'm excited for it, man. It's Han Solo. I mean, it's a Star Wars movie. Like, I don't know. I, that's all I need, really. Right. I, <laughs> it, it, it's just weird because I don't like Alden Ehrenreich's face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going just off of what I see in the trailers, yeah. and it's like, like Han Solo is gonna always be. Like, see me. I, I'm getting a little yeah. fucking fanatical about our hair. Like Han Solo will always be freaking Harrison Ford. You know who is not excited about the new Whom? Han Solo movie? Because hmm. he wasn't cast in it, was Dave Franco, Han Solo. Han Solo. I saw you go. I, I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm, I'm, while, I'm turning to this kid. I'm just, need, I'm just turning to this kid. Credit to Dave Franco as a contributor to the show. No, I will never give credit to Dave Franco. Uh, like if you if you want to be like Mark Wahlberg on Doug Lowe's movies, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, then we can make you Dave Franco quotation marks. But I, I don't know not, what you're talking about. I am about. not giving any credit to <laughs> d- actual Dave Franco. I don't know Fuck what you're Dave talking Franco. about. That was Dave Franco. <laughs> I mean, uh, forget the fact that you never see him and me in the same place at the same time. Dude, if you're Dave Franco, I'm gonna have to kick you in the nuts. <laughs> I'll have to kick you in the area that you're masturbating to all the time. You know, okay. I'll, I'm hey, really hey, good at protecting my junk. Okay, so <laughs> since we're we're talking about shit that people get fucking butthurt about, yeah, I haven't seen it, but you, both of you gentlemen, have Ready Player One. I know it's based on a book. Mm-hmm. It's a very it's it's also kind of been very divisive a little bit on the internet because yeah. some people hold the 80s, uh, something else people hold very sacred the 80s. Yeah. So each of, I haven't watched it because I'm broke. <laughs> I don't want to spend money on something I'm not sure I'm yeah. not certain of. But t- tell me what you gentlemen thought. I, this, this, this is team geek philosophy right now. I think you'll like it, man. There's a lot of cool references. Like that's the thing. I think that's the funniest thing. People complain like, about about the references. Too many references. But I mean, I think that's that, what the that book was, was. That was the book. That was, that's, the whole that, that's my understanding. Yeah. Like it, it's a, it's supposed to be very much you know. But it, it's very like. It's about it's about nostalgia because yeah. it's set in like in a, in a dystopian future. Yeah, it's a future where well, basically Crunchy has seen it as well. We welcome your comments as well, Crunchy. And essentially, it's a future where like uh, the world's kind of gone to shit, and everyone's just playing this game to get away. From 
Oasis, right? It's a, it's a, it's like a VR game. Yeah, and it's just like every video game and every reference, every pop culture reference, all in one place. Yeah, that's basically delivered to you on just stacked on top of each other. Yeah, like you are watching key plot points and key moments in the movie. And there's a DeLorean and, run, driving well, no, away the, from the a T-Rex. The DeLorean is like all in your face. That's yeah. that's no. all in your no. face. No, I mean like I guess, like oh, there's like in the key, background. Yeah, like key plot point moments. And there's a Commodore 64 disc drive yeah. in the background. Yeah. Like, things like that. The Ninja Turtles was hanging out in the background. Yeah, it's not, well, no, the the importance of the Atari. It, it, like, there's so much that every, like, I always looked at movies like, like, movie like Scott Pilgrim as something that was like, that's my style of movie. That's my generation of movie. That, that was like, a that was massaging my nerd boner movie. Mm. This movie gave my nerd boner viagra okay because everything in it rage in your everything in it was a was a great reference Mm -hmm. all of the music was fantastic the even the freaking end like the way that they came up with the solution was one that i was sitting i I went and saw it with connie and i saw it with lily and i was like grabbing them like i know what he has to do (laughs) (laughs) like there was like you if you are a nerd and a gamer, they had deep cuts. Yeah. Stuff okay. that you're like. Okay. I, I am an appreciator of deep cuts. Yeah. They, they had stuff that, like, if you grew up with these games, you knew the importance of these moments. Yeah. Like, you, if you grew up with, like, certain games, like, if you grew up with the Atari. Right. You knew certain games. You knew the, I, the history I was all about pole position. I was all about freaking, like, combat and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, they everything about the game. Like, there's a moment towards the end where you see like the little kid playing the Atari. Yeah, and I'm not giving anything away. Right, right, no, no, it's a, like that's fine. I, I haven't read the book. Or, yeah, see, I, I, see, I, I want to bring up Crunchy. Crunchy brings up a very good point. He went in without expecting the book, and he had fun. I think that's been a big thing. A lot yeah. of people were expecting to be exactly like the book, yeah. and I think that that's the thing. Again, people building up expectations. From what I understand, the book also put a lot of weight in Star Wars characters in it. Right, because I remember seeing an there article about no that. There was no Star Wars characters yeah. in it well, for right, obvious reasons. Like Spielberg, yeah. who has worked with Disney in the past, like he went to go ask permission. Hey, can we can we license uh, Star Wars for this? It's kind of a big part of the book because yeah. he flies an x-wing in the book from my understanding but of course disney being disney is like no you are that is our competition yeah. we do yeah. not help our competition yeah. anymore yeah. i don't know uh, it's kind of a spoiler but they did a replacement for the x-wing oh really it was kind of cool yes yeah. last starfighter no no no, no, no don't spoil it all don't right. spoil it i don't know if i'm gonna see it all right no no you gotta see it dude <laughs> i i'm telling you i made the mistake of waiting on scott pilgrim i didn't see it in the theater I have a very different relationship with so, so. Well, no, <laughs> that's because of my hate of Michael Sarah. Well, no, and no, that's the thing. If you park Michael Sarah and you have someone else oh, in the no, movie, I, that no. movie becomes a. Legend. Oh no, no, I, 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 every time I watch that movie, I try to separate the fact that I hate Michael Sarah. Yeah. I, I enjoy everything else about that movie. Yeah, all the other, all the other characters are fucking great. Yeah, you have fucking Captain America being a fucking jackass skater. You had freaking Superman as a fucking vegan. Yeah, yeah. see, that's <laughs> the thing. You had Aubrey Plaza fucking cussing up. A storm and freaking Anna Kendrick interchangeable sisters apparently. Yeah. Picture that energy without well, Michael Sarah. And then that, and that, that and that's how I should feel about Ready Player One. And no, not not just that. Picture about maybe ten times more of the nostalgia effect on it. Because right. uh, Scott Pilgrim had the nostalgia effect, but it was still very much a story that was based on today and now, right, like stuff right. happening now. This is a future dystopian society that, that was, has a game and a system and a, 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 right, a it, format. It's looking back to the 80s. Exactly. Right? It is very 80s. and Well, obviously Spielberg added a lot of 90s. Like that, that, that was another thing that people they got mad at. They had to add 90s and stuff. They had to add, they had to they add added Overwatch bunch. stuff into yeah. it. That, right, that's right. one thing that I was like, okay, whatever. Like uh, that's like but my that, that's, that's, I can accept it. I but think I that's was more to appease like modern nerds because obviously yeah. like a, a modern nerd, like someone who's in their 20s right now or like or or a teenager right now, they're all about Fortnite and Overwatch and those yeah. type of games, yeah. uh, like, uh, like Minecraft. And, 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 and it definitely that went elk. into that. It yeah. definitely went into that. Because obviously if it's set in the future, then all that stuff also has happened. Yeah, and it definitely addressed all of that, and that became part of yeah, so that. Yes, apparently, over, there, yeah, I think what I think it was uh, Tracer, I believe. Because I, 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 yeah, yeah. I think I saw her in one of the trailers. Yeah, she, she was in it. a couple times. Like, she was just kind of in the background. 
Yeah. Hi, I'm British. Yeah. Well, no, and there's 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 enough in this movie like it 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 had enough to make it so that like kids like if we were kids watching that movie oh we'd lose our shit not only will we lose our shit it gave us like that sense of like what like the the small crew of kids going after the big corporation huh. it had that energy to it i just thought of something though There's what one thing that might bother me bother you. oh ooh, ooh. one of the bad guys uh-huh he's all digital though uh-huh it's just the voice is tj Oh, that's okay. No, okay. I don't. I don't mind T.J. Miller. Okay. Oh, I don't mind him. I like doing his voice. Yeah. When, yeah. I, when I will be fine. When I went to <laughs> Doug Loves Movies a couple weeks ago with Rosa, like as soon as I was like waiting for it because usually someone will reference T.J. Miller, and I yelled in the background like, "Yeah, I'm T.J. Miller. Yeah." <laughs> I'll go see that movie again if you want to catch it during the morning so you can afford it. Uh, we'll we'll see. Seven dollar movie. Uh, uh, well, with, with this second job I picked up, I'm working a lot. <laughs> I worked at f- 5 a.m. today. Yeah. I, I was, get to work at 5 a.m. again on Thursday. I was awake. At 5 a.m. On, on Friday. Maria was out of town. I, I had the kids for over 24 hours by myself. So oh. I, I was awake at 5 o'clock with well, Joey. Waking up at like 5.20 looking at me going, Hi, Dad. <laughs> you should have brought Joey with you to WrestleMania. I had to go to my brother's. Uh-huh. It, it was... Uh, I didn't want to bring Joey and Lily and like have to worry about Joey's diapers and everything at your so you place. Could take I, him upstairs to my room and change. No, I know, him. I, but I, my brother was without his uh, his wife, without his, his wife as well. So it made it. So you guys, uh, brothers. Yeah, two brothers. It was brothers, just us, two brothers. It was me and a baby. Two brothers <laughs> and a diaper that's full. Two brothers, two brothers. Aliens. That's a, and aliens <laughs> yeah. and Mexicans with tomato cannons. Two brothers, and the earth is ending. The, the two brothers. That's a Rick and Morty reference. <laughs> this guy, I, 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 I'm not sure. Have you watched Rick and Morty? Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, you should watch that. Then you, you'd appreciate that a lot more. <laughs> Definitely watch this movie. I think yeah. even if you come out of it like meh, it was. It's still yeah. worth watching in the. Well, it's, it's still a Spielberg movie, yeah. so yeah, I, and no, I feel like I wouldn't be it, meh about it. Well, no, and there's. For the like, you know, whatever chance, oh, you might be mad about it. There's a bigger chance that you are going to be all about it. Well, because again, I I also grew up in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> I I I'll be the guy there. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. That was you. I get it. Well, no, it's not just that. It's like you, if you were a gamer. In mm-hmm. the 80s. If you remember these specific yeah. things see, and, yeah, I know and you, the you're deepest all, see, of deep cuts. You're all about Commodore 64. Like I never had a Commodore 64. Yeah. I, you know, I, had, I had My cousins in Mexico had a 2600. I eventually got an NES. But I, I never I, – I used to have to go play Atari at my cousin's house yeah. or at a friend's house. I didn't get too much Atari time. But, I, but again, obviously, I'm all about the Nintendo mm-hmm. in case you've never watched the show. <laughs> I'm all about Nintendo because I work there. Take a drink. Yeah. <laughs> no, I – Grew up, first thing I had was the Atari, and then, uh, like, a year and a half later, we had the Commodore. So, it was, like, I the stuff that they were referencing, because mm-hmm. the main guy that created the world was born the same year as my brother. Ah. So, my brother was my gateway into a lot of right. stuff. Because he's the one that got the Atari. He's the one that got the Commodore. So, I was the one that, whenever he would go to school... I would sit there and start playing. Much like I was responsible for my brother being a gamer because he watched. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those things. Like when you see that kid playing the Atari, I remembered me doing that. Yeah. Right. That's so cool. that part was awesome, and just the way that they built the lore around everything. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm and, all about and specifically the that game. guy kind of those nostalgic feelings because you know was it, I, I think notoriously Toy Story three myself you were there with me yeah. Joanna was there that at the very end where like Andy's passing off his toys to yeah. you know to the next row and I was just like I was in tears because yeah. I was thinking about all of my toys from when I was little I was like my Transformers and my Masters of the Universe yep. all my Legos I was like I remember my old toys Dude. too oh my god I was gone Dude, <laughs> like fucking Pixar every fucking time. Transformers and He Man, like hell yeah. There, I, I would my I wish that they had made more eighties references. Yeah. I, f- I felt like there was someone like Silverhawks, <laughs> Thundercats. Yeah, uh, the main character his belt buckle has a Thundercats logo on it. Yes, <laughs> I appreciate that. No, they they really, Lionel. They go deep in cuts. 
like they go deep inside. They go deep inside. Do 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 they go balls deep? They go <laughs> they go nerd they go colonoscopy? balls deep. Yes. <laughs> There's a scene and I noticed it in the theater. Uh huh. Where they're just talking, they're in the workshop and in the game, and there is a. a Real like Goldie William, uh, Gold, what's his name? Uh, from Back to the Future. Goldie Wilson. Goldie Wilson. Yeah, poster. the poster, the Goldie Wilson for mayor it, poster. It's on the wall. Yeah, I remember that. I saw. I spotted that too. There, they are, and it is. It's only Easter there egg. For, right, it's so. So for, when it's honest there for about comes forty out, seconds. It's Easter for like, egg. It's only the there movie. for like three or four seconds. Yeah. But it's and enough it, for it. you to see it and notice it and be like, hey. Yeah. And it's not like they flash on it and like, hey, look at this. It's like. There in the background, yeah. sort of, and you spot it, and you're like, Ugh. I mean, for better or for worse, I'm that guy who watches that movie. I mean, that's that's why our friend Connie refuses to go to the movies with me, because I'm that guy who'll be like, hey! Yeah. No, and I <laughs> like saw... When I, or every time we go watch a comic movie, yeah. and some cool shit happens, you know I'm going to look right at you. <laughs> like, Batman Superman, even though that was inherently not good, when you see the fucking dark side symbol on the ground, I'm like, Omega symbol, parademons! <laughs> I'm that guy at the theater. You could see, yeah, and I was sitting in one of those seats, the recliner ones. So I feel like I'm just going to do that the entire movie then for Ready Player One. You could tell how I mean, happy Ray I one. was. You could tell how happy I was because my feet start going like this. I, I started getting. Feet, he's doing this, and I'm like, your feet are going like this, and then were you like also like this? Oh, oh, so, so, so it's okay when you do a fucking dick joke, but if I do a dick joke, suddenly it's fucking crickets. Yes, know your role. <laughs> but I remember like the, the Comic Con trailer, the minute I saw the Iron Giant, I was in. Oh, you're, oh yeah, you're, you're oh, a big Iron yeah. Giant guy. And he plays a big part in this. Oh, movie. that's awesome. Oh no, oh god, that's awesome. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Wait, who made this? I mean, but under whose who, whose banner is this movie under? Uh, Wasn't it Warner Brothers? Is this a Warner Brothers? Movie? Amblin. 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 Well, 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 Amblin. Yeah. Is, that, that's Spielberg. But yeah. I was wondering who's funding this? Who who who, who do they have to go get permit? Because I'm like, <laughs> all the all the DC stuff, all, all that yeah. stuff under under that roof. So that, that made that stuff. So Iron Giant was easier because that's under Warner Brothers. So that's where the I was curious. Turtles were in there for sure. Yeah, but it was the newer turtles. Yeah, the, the current turtles. Oh, like, really? Yeah. I was like, it would have been better if they had the ones like from the original yeah. movies, the guys in the suits. <laughs> we, we had to get one of the Corys? <laughs> or was it one of the Corys? Yeah, it was Yeah. He was Donatello? Donatello. That makes me sad because yeah. Donnie was my favorite turtle. You know why? He was. He was Donatello. Do you, do you, know, why, do you know why Donatello was my favorite turtle? Because oh, no, he was the nerd of the group? <laughs> yeah. Because he was the nerd of the group. That's why Donnie was my favorite. Yeah. He was always making shit and breaking shit. Making shit and breaking shit. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's my guy. That's my turtle. I say it was a couple weeks ago. That was your ninja? No, that was my ninja. Head ninja in charge. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I sat through and watched all three of those short movies back to back. Uh-huh. That first movie was really dark. And yeah. <laughs> what, the first turtles? Yeah. first turtle movie? Oh, dude, I, I watched that with Lily the other day. Yeah. And that, it wasn't, I, I wouldn't say dark. It it. It put them through a journey. Yeah. Oh yeah, like there's like they here. weren't tough. They weren't like like badass. They were vulnerable. Yeah, there was, there's moments in that movie you're like, are they gonna die? Yeah, <laughs> like they they showed some sincere vulnerability yeah. in that. Movie. Really? Well, I have to. I, that, that, I think I haven't watched that since I was a kid. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's, remember I saw one. I saw two. Yeah. There's all three. I've never watched three. No. Turtles. We're trying I, to make turtles in time, but I, we're really just. I think going the only time Japan. I ever caught a glimpse of three, I th I believe I was at a Costco around the time it came out on VHS to date myself, <laughs> and I, I saw a piece of it because like, uh, Costco they yeah. back they still do it. They still put movies on their TVs. Yeah. And I remember I was, like, I was watching it for a couple minutes, and then my parents were like, "Get the fuck over here! Come on, dumbass!" <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, it's the third movie. I haven't seen that one." <laughs> and apparently, according to KFM, that third one doesn't exist. Much like. Uh, <laughs> What the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull doesn't exist for some people, and uh, trying to think, what, what are those other movies that don't exist for? Like, you're like, oh, I guess for me, uh, uh, X Men Three, X Men Three doesn't exist. Angley Hulk doesn't exist. Man, a lot, a lot of things exist. You know what does exist? Our Twitter. You can follow the show. Damn it! You're supposed Dre. to like our and share our show. We should have fucking said it earlier. You know, I always think, I think about it on the way over here. I want to like literally kind of just hold up a sign that says "like and share," like and share. Like I was like I hold it up randomly and just be like, mm, "like." And you share. have to hold it backwards too. That's right. Yeah. To the camera. Selfie. 
So I'm going to write it backwards because like, oh, let's, let's, let's see. Oh, you're right. It would be all backwards. I'd have to write it back. Well, no, I think when they watch it, if right here it looks backwards, but if you if you're watching it, it's it's it's, it's forwards. Let's do an experiment. We're gonna experiment. <laughs> We're doing an experiment. All right, so let's go because it's gonna take like thirty seconds to cat for for the feed to catch up. <laughs> oh no, it is backwards. It is back. I'm gonna have to write it backwards. Fun. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm so excited. Oh, and, and Rosa confirms it's backwards. Because <laughs> it takes 30 seconds for like the, the, for it to catch up. But you can always follow us at Dre GP Podcast on Twitter. We, we picked up a couple of new followers last week. I'm tweeting, not as often as I have been recently. Um, you can follow this guy at Nostalgia Comics. You can follow the man who's who's sneaking behind me and giving me bunny ears at SamZ570. If you're listening to this on SoundCloud or iTunes. You, if you want to watch, watch it uh, live where you can see Sam Zia doing ridiculous shit behind me. Facebook.com forward slash Dre G. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of the Adams family. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a, uh, uh, it. it yeah. yeah. Thing? No, thing or it? It. Uh, it. No, thing. thing. Cousin it. Cousin it. <laughs> cousin it. Do a cousin it impression with his hair. With his hair. <laughs> <But no. laughs> cousin it and then thing. Um, if you want to watch all of us on Twitch, like our friends Ryan and Crunchy and Chanel, Twitch uh, twitch.tv forward slash Dre GP Podcast. As always, we want to thank our show contributors, Irv Dampataba, Kiet Fam, Arturo Solorio, Mike Kersey for constantly sharing the show, Rosa Limon for sharing the show all over the place. We have several show contributors who want to help the show succeed. If you want to help the show, make sure when you're watching this or if you're watching this later, like, share. Share it with your friends. Share it to, uh, let's say you're in a, uh, I, as I've learned through Rosa share and Mike, share it to other groups. If you're in a group with other nerds, share it there. And more people watch it and get annoyed at the bald guy <laughs> who talks about dicks. Or under the giant I, I'm shitting. If you talk about dicks, I talked about shitting and jizzing and all that fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then and people and, are thumbs upping to that. <laughs> and then, yeah, they see, you you are our audience surrogate. Yeah. If I am the doctor, you are the companion. <laughs> doctor Who reference. <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> As always, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, whether you wh whatever medium you are uh, consuming our show, be it Facebook, be it iTunes, be it on freaking Twitch. Anyway, or shape and form, please, as always, help us out. Thank you. I appreciate it. He's about to lick my head. This is a good reason for any of you listening to this on audio. He's about to lick my head. You can see this live on Facebook Monday nights. <laughs> see, wrestling reference. Thank you. He's a bushwhacker. <laughs> like, would that make you Luke and make me butch? Or are you butch and then I'm Luke? I think B Butch would lick Luke, so that would make me Luke because I have no hair. You have hair, so you would be Butch. Luke was the bald one. Butch and Luke, the Bushwhackers. <laughs> We're men from down under. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Have yourselves a good night. Peace. <laughs>